Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 400 meters to go. It's defibrillate from He's a Doozy. Wild Knight presented the challenge. And behind them to Takaka, then followed by Sharp and Smart. Wild Knight ranged up. Campioness is looking to get out. Sharp and Smart on the outside. He's a Doozy. Defibrillate still there. Five of them across the track. Sharp and Smart ranged up. Campioness is coming with it. Defibrillate on the inside. Sharp and Smart, the three-year-old. Well, we've seen another beauty today. Sharp and Smart. Sharp and Smart has won the Herbie Dyke Stakes from Campionessa. What a performance by Sharp and Smart. He um, had no luck in the early stages. Ryan Elliott went forward and then had to go back after a few horses kicked up inside of him. And you heard the audio there, but you basically had to to see, to believe his performance there on uh, Saturday to take out his second group one, Sharp and Smart, of course, um, uh, winning there on Saturday afternoon at Tarapa. And it was a, a dominant victory. He's won a, a Group 1 Spring Champion Stakes. And now he has won another Group 1 by taking out that Herbie Dyke Stakes there at Tarapa on Saturday. And his champion trainer, Graeme Rogerson, joins us here on Giddy Up on this Monday morning. Good morning to you, Graeme. Thanks for your time, mate. Yeah, good morning. Um, how did he pull up sharp and smart? I think on Sunday, he was a far better horse Sunday than he was on Saturday. He yeah. put him out in his paddock on Sunday morning and uh, he put on a rodeo act. He was <laughs> bucking and jumping and I had one of the part owners, Marty Waddy, with me. He couldn't believe it and uh, I can't believe the horse. He come home, he ate everything. Last night he ate everything. He, he's a massive doer and that shows by the way he's reared. You know, you get horses off these good studs and he can certainly eat and... Uh, I think myself, I think he'll be, he'll be a better horse next time to the races, and he's learning uh, how to be a race horse, and that's eventually, I hope, that's what happens. And he hasn't done it easy, too, when he's won his two Group 1s in the Spring Champion. He was enormous that day with Huey Bowman in Sydney, and then he didn't have any luck whatsoever there on the weekend. Were you nervous at any stage that he might be in a little bit of trouble, Graham? No. No, Ryan knows the horse. He does, you know, he's ridden him a lot and that, you know, and he relaxes, which is a great sign. If the horse relaxes, whether he's three, four wide or that, certainly makes it easy, easier. And then he's sectionals. He certainly can run sectionals. And he ran home very fast. And every time you ask him to do a bit more, he does, you know. How good is he, Roger? You've trained many a superstar throughout your illustrious career. How good is this fella? Yeah, well, I don't know. His potential hasn't been touched. He's, he is, you call him dumb, I suppose. He's too <laughs> mentally, he wants to play all the time. And yeah. even when you go to take him back to his box, if he goes right, he goes to where he lives. And he goes left, he goes out in what we call the Group 1 paddock that we built for Katie Lee. And he, he goes in there all the time. And if you try and go right, he won't go. 
And if he goes deaf, he walks as good as gold. He's very intelligent horse, and uh, yeah. I think he's just still learning. So he's, his untapped ability is a thing, and I'm hoping this is his third trip across the Tasman coming up. Yeah. And my aim is after the spring that he finishes off his spring up in Hong Kong. That's uh, and Huey's already rung and. Yep. He said, oh, we want him in Hong Kong. He'll hopefully go up there for the mile and a half after the after Melbourne. But, uh, oh, that's exciting. So uh, we're sort of, he's got plenty ahead of him, so we're certainly programming him. Yep, so you'll go to the New Zealand Derby and then the ATC Derby, is that right? Yeah, he flies out. Uh, whether... Whether he has another race like in the Bone Crusher or has a run before he goes or goes for the... And we've got a few options after the New Zealand Derby, but at this stage he was going to go straight from the New Zealand Derby to the um, to the ATC Derby. And then if he really pulled up well and he ate up, we may back him up in the... Queen Elizabeth uh, okay. the last day, and then that's that'll be him for the for this time. And although Queensland want him to go to Queensland <laughs> for the Derby, they've been very good to me in the past. So we'll just play every bridge as we come to it. But uh, it'd be nice for him to finish off in the Queen Elizabeth in Sydney, mm. but he'd have to tr- do everything right, and uh, we'd have to be happy with him. All right there, mate. Can any trotters that we should be following as well, Roggy? Uh, trotters? Yeah, I think I've got a real good... Uh, well, i got She's Bella. She's probably the second best two-year-old in New Zealand. There yeah. was three now. But I've got a horse called Love Me Too. He qualified 12 seconds under, and I think he'll be running in the three-year-old trotting derby. I think he's very good and... Uh, I got a good partner in him that know, he knows how to get a good horse, Merv Butterworth. So yes, uh, I think Love Me Too's a real good trotter. It's going to have its first start. Uh, I think it's on the 26th, but it can trot. It run a half and 58, and it's only a three-year-old trotter. Well, that'll do us, Roger. We'll black book that trotter. Um, good luck with Sharp and Smart. We can't wait to see him back here across the Tasman as well for. A, an Australian derby, and who knows, maybe into the Queen Elizabeth and then up to Queensland, so and then to Hong Kong. So, well, looking we'll for... see. And then <laughs> we really want him for the spring, and then yeah, hopefully finish off in Hong Kong for yep. the Vars. That would be yep. my dream. But uh, a... he's a freak of a horse. He makes the trainers look good. Yeah, you're. A... <laughs> uh, hopefully, we win the New Zealand derby, and then look forward to Australia. You're a bloody legend. Thanks for that, Roggy. Well done. Okay, bye. There's Graham Rogerson there. Make sure you find your next Kiwi winner at loveracing.nz. And Butch Castles and his team at Tarapa put on a wonderful show. And he joins us now. Butch, um, sharp and smart. Roggie said he wasn't nervous mid-race, but that was some performance to take out the group one there on a Saturday afternoon to, to win the Herbie Dyke Stakes. Um, he went terrific. Yeah, it was an extraordinary performance. Look, he was three and four wide on both corners. Pretty hard to do. 
And uh, he had the audacity to sort of run away the last little bit. If you watch the tape in the last 50 metres, he's, he's sort of like he's toying with them and he's got it out to nearly a length after it looked like a dogfight to the line. He's an extraordinarily gifted uh, three-year-old. We've seen what he's done on your side of the Tasman in the spring, winning the spring champion. And then, you know, I just don't think he saw that other horse in the derby. Uh, was uh, so far away and um, it got him late in the piece. He's just a very, very good horse and uh, they'll be absolutely flat out to beat him in the ATR New Zealand Derby in three weeks. Uh, perfect spacing. He only has to just wander up the road. It's what called him now back to his box at Tui Karamea. Uh, look, he'll run round. Uh, I'd hate to think how short he'll be, particularly yep. if Prowess doesn't run in the race. And uh, all intents and purposes, you'd think he'd be winning. And watching racing there at Tarapa on Saturday, race after race, we're seeing some potential stars and superstars go about their work and Prowess was just in a different league in the um, Phillies Classic there on Saturday. Yeah, she was. In, in saying that, she probably should have been as well. It wasn't uh, a vintage crop behind her. She is right out of the top draw. We saw that on Caracas Million Night where she put paid to a pretty good field and she just uh, stepped up to the 2,000 metres with absolute uh, authority. Um, she'll get the 2-4 of a Derby or an Oaks not sure when they will press that button. It may be the New Zealand Derby. I hope it is, because that will give Sharp and Smart some uh, real competition. She's uh, a beautiful example of the thoroughbred, uh, a gorgeous filly by Poitier, who's having, as we know, just a, an amazing prop at the moment. And if it's not the New Zealand Derby, she'll head to Sydney, races like Vinery, and then the uh, ATC uh, Oaks um, will be uh, on her dance card, and, and she should be somewhere near the top, if not at the top of the markets for both of them, because she is very, very good. And what did you make of the Group 1, the Wait for Age 1400 metre BCD Group Sprint, Imperatrice, too good for Babylon Berlin. Levante was third. Le Creek was big drifter in the market. She was unplayed. She started 750 in the end. So um, Imperatrice, I, th- I think, just proved to everyone that she's the best horse in New Zealand at the moment. Yeah, well, certainly, the I don't know about that. I reckon Chuck and Smart had laid claim okay. to that as well. Um, yep. But uh, somewhere near the top of the tree, certainly for the older horses, Imperatrice, uh, look, she's unbeaten here at Tarapa. She's won uh, two group uh, ones this preparation, running, winning the railway and then the BCD group sprint on Saturday. She was uh, far too good for them, wasn't she? Uh, that riderless horse uh, gave her the competition. She can sometimes... Uh, switch off a little late in the race and Opie said the riderless horse really had her focused and that's why she ran away. They're in the second fastest time in that race uh, just point one of a second outside a race record and uh, probably uh, close to a track record as well. So that's how uh, fast she ran on Saturday. She put paid to the Babylon Berlin game in defeat again. That's three group one seconds in a row for her and I know uh, Ben Foot a little frustrated by that but equally um, so proud of his mare being able to do that. And, and she'll find a race somewhere in Australia that'll uh, be her next, you would think. So uh, expect her over the Tasman. Imperatrice, I would think likely to be freshened up and head to a Brisbane campaign, a race uh, like uh, the Sprint there and maybe the Doomman 10,000. And then a Stradbroke 1,400 metres, so probably absolutely bang on for her. She can cope with a little bit of aqua around. Uh, we saw it uh, a devastating turn of foot in the Waikato Stud Foxbridge Plate early uh, in this season. And uh, yeah, she deserves her place over your side of the Tasman. She'll get her opportunity to show how good she is. She is very good. 
Such a big day of racing. My mail is your club delivered one hell of a show, Butch. So well done, mate, on that. And thanks for your time, as always, on a Monday. Yeah, that was outstanding. Yes. Um, Bart Cowan uh, here does a wonderful job. Uh, and uh, his team, uh, they're out there in the rain today, putting it back and getting it ready for three weeks' time for the New Zealand Derby. And then uh, both the track and those guys might be allowed a day or two off to uh, recover. They, they, they've texted in asking for a pay rise, Butch. They said, I need to put you on the spot. It's a bad line. I just missed that. <laughs> good on you, Butch. Thanks, brother. Have a good day. <laughs> There's Butch Castles, loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles, and more. James Price, the Victorian bloodstock manager at Inglis, about to join me straight after the news. But as we go to the news, let's relive Imperatrice. Too strong in the BCD sprint there on Saturday at Tarapa. 350 to go, Babylon Berlin the leader Imperatriz is looming up on the outside, so is our riderless horse two lengths away, Maven Bell Imperatriz took over at the 150 from Babylon Berlin, Maven Bell Levante out wide, but it's Imperatriz, she's got a riderless horse for company and the only one within Kui, oh she's blowing them off the track Imperatriz has won at Babylon Berlin, she's run second again in a group one